Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio. It's good to see you, man. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm well. We've both been traveling a bit, so it's kind of good to be face-to-face. -face. It was nice grabbing breakfast with you. Mm -hmm. And while we were gone, hmm. a bunch of shit happened. Yeah. Um, we got to start with the obvious, and that is Fox and Dominion settled their $1.8 billion suit for, or whatever, for roughly half the amount, or I think exactly half the amount. Um, so Fox is going to fork over almost a billion dollars to Dominion for defaming and this trial was, was about to start i guess the, the literally the jury had been seated and before they returned from their first break the judge said okay y'all can hang out because they're negotiating a settlement and they came through with it and the left-wing media was devastated by this because it took away a chance for them to watch this trial well yeah i mean there's the you know sort of Desperate Housewives viewership of this, right? Like the, ooh, I can't wait for all the juicy gossip. Um, but, I mean, I think there's, you know, when you look at what this was, right? Like Fox comes out and says, well, Dominion's machines were rigged and blah, 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 blah. That wasn't the case. There was no proof of it. Um, you know, like that, that was proven a while ago. So now, you know, Dominion comes out, sues Fox, and... We know just through the, some of the pretrial motions and some of the stuff that's that's out there that Fox knew that this was bullshit. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, you, you've got, you know, so if Fox lied about this, what else did they lie about? And so th this was going to going to be an opportunity to look behind the curtain at Fox and see just how um, far they're willing to go to spin a narrative and to you know, draw their viewers in uh, into that, you know, conservative MAGA, Trump, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, we essentially miss out on that because of the settlement. Now, people are mad at Dominion. Um, but from Dominion's perspective, they are a business, right? Sure. Like they're, it's not their job to uphold our democracy, even though Fox, you know, there, there are people out there who will say that Fox is trying to, you know, uh, disturb or destroy our democracy. Um, it's not Dominion's job to uphold democracy. So they have to think about it from a business standpoint. And it's one of those one in the hand is better than two in the bush sort of scenarios where, all right, take 787 million now or yeah, we probably win, but Fox will argue, fight in court, appeal, appeal, appeal. And even if you do eventually win, you end up spending so much money um, and it gets dragged so far out that you, you, you definitely don't end up with that 1.7 or 1.8 billion that you, um, that you sued for, right? Like once you get attorney's sure. fees and court fees and all that other shit, um, you know, you're not going to see that money. Now, you know, a lot of people are like, well, $787 million is still a lot of money, and there's other... Uh, but It is. <laughs> and, and it is, but understand that like this isn't going to come out of Fox's pocket, right? Um, so, 
you know, like they've got insurance for these very specific issues. We know this because they've had to pay it out in the right, past. Right, right, And it's paid by insurance. And now the question I do have as it relates to their insurance and cost and price, you know, I mean, insurance companies, you know, you, you, you file too many claims and they drop you or if they don't drop you, they raise your premiums. Um, so you have to wonder, you know, whoever carries Fox's insurance, I mean, I have to imagine that paying out, you know, close to a billion dollars um, probably raises Fox's premiums. So that's going to impact the bottom line, but it's not going to hurt or cripple or be the end of Fox right now. Um, my other concern, not concern, but my thought is like th there's another you know, multi-billion dollar lawsuit out there with, I think, Smartmatic. Smartmatic, correct. Uh, the machines out there. And so, you know, does Fox settle that? And, you know, if they settle that in a similar fashion, you're talking about over over a billion dollars that they'll have to pay out. So at what point does the insurance company say, look, you, you guys either need to change your methodology or we're dropping you, and the next time you get sued, you will have to pay it out of your own pocket because who else is going to carry you after we drop you? I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that part of the insurance industry to know that that's something that could happen. But I mean, what we do know is that Fox is facing another multi-billion-dollar lawsuit that they don't have a strong case for, uh, and you know, to defend themselves. And so they're they're probably going to be looking to settle that one as well. And you have to wonder what the insurance company's tolerance is for paying out these suits. And then one other thing, I'm sorry, and then I'll let you jump in, but then, you know, Fox is looking, you know, there's rumors out there. We already know that Dan Bugnino, uh, he's a former Secret Service, former cop, very outspoken, MAGA, anti-vax, uh, conspiracy theorist who who was a regular on Fox. I think he had a show on, on Fox Nation or whatever. Um, he... You know, he came out and said, well, we couldn't we couldn't figure out a contract, so we're just going to end it, right? Like, you know, like he's a pro athlete, like, oh, we right. couldn't come to terms on a deal, so I'm going to go to another team. Uh, he's like, there's no acrimony, and Fox isn't mad at me, and I'm not mad at Fox. This is just the way it has to be because we couldn't agree to a proper contract. Um, and I think they're, you know, that's, look, I can't, if that's what he's saying, that's what he's saying. Um you know, there's rumors that there's going there's going to be fallout at Fox, and not because Fox is like shame on you for what you did, but you've got multiple people, uh, Janine uh, Janine Pirro, uh, Maria Bartiromo, who are all you know Sean Hannity and others who are all being targeted individually with suits against these companies for what they said on the air about Dominion and Smartmatic and 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 others. So Fox you know, is looking at, you know, possibly separating from some of these people, um, which I don't know how much it changes the way Fox does their, whatever you want to call it, news, journalism, <laughs> bullshit, entertainment, whatever. But, uh, you know, there, there, there will be some repercussions, um, but this is, this is not going to cripple Fox news. Um, you know, they, they're, they're a, 17 18 billion dollar company um so yeah this is a lot of money but this isn't going to take them under you know for reasons we just talked about and the fact that like now now another question though uh or concern that fox has to have is that they you know they're about set to start negotiating new tv contracts with the various cable companies right 
And so then the question becomes, you know, what are these cable companies willing to pay Fox? Fox is counting on being able to charge more um, to have their network on on these on these different cable outlets. So, um, what will they end up? What will they end up getting for their services? It will it be an increase? Does it stay the same? Are you know, like a direct TV, are they going to push back and say, ah, you know what, we've been paying you a lot of money and we feel like you've kind of been doing a disservice, so we're not going to pay you as much, right? And and I don't know. I mean, it's business and, you know, Fox draws, you know, their viewership and their ratings is are the highest on, you know, in that segment of, of, of news media and everything else. Um, so that, that'll be interesting to see. I, I don't anticipate, I mean, these cable companies like Dominion are business, so I don't think that they're going to do the right thing for democracy and mankind, but they're going to do what's right for their bottom line. Um, and, you know, there's an argument that them not paying Fox as much money is right for their bottom line, no matter what the politics are, right? But then you put the politics into it and there's maybe, you know, dampening Fox's reach a little bit is maybe the right thing to do socially. I don't, I, I don't know. It's not necessarily censoring them it's just saying we're not going to pay you that much so you know we don't like how you do business so we're going to pay you less you know that's their prerogative being private businesses and and having the rights that they do given the way we operate here in the u.s um you know so there there, there are some question marks that fox has to deal with um but you know this the, the impact i mean you could even tell in in fox's statement after right like they're, you know, like oh well, we're glad we got this uh, misunderstanding all cleared up, and we're moving on. And uh, up next, Sean Hannity and all the other, you know, the Get Fresh crew. And Hunter Biden's new dick pics. I mean, yeah, might as well. yeah. I mean, it's just you know, so it's it's disappointing that you, and, and even if this goes all the way through to the end, right? Like it's not like Fox is going to set up cameras in the courtroom and report about this. And so that their viewers could see it, right? Like they're like they're not going to, ex- you know, Fox is not going to post up the quotes of Tucker Carlson car- calling his viewers idiots and and gullible. He's not going to post up. They're not going to post up on Fox News on their website. So they didn't even report the settlement story. Exactly. You know, I mean, like they they, they did. You know, just saying like, hey, it worked it out, right? Like, but I mean, they're not going to post up the the things that everyone else is seeing. Where and, and it's amazing. Because even though Fox isn't reporting it, a lot of these people are on social media and, you know, they, they get this stuff directed at them like, hey, Fox News is literally saying that you're an idiot and that they're lying to you and people are just, they're... They don't care. They, they absolutely don't care, right? Like they, just, they, like, they don't respond to it. They just glaze over it. They, I mean, they don't even try to make an excuse for it. They're just like, eh. well, Hunter Biden, you know, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, the Clintons, e- Epstein's client list... Uh, transgender people and grooming, right? Yep. So, you know, I mean, it's just like, I know people wanted this, and I just don't know what good it would have done. Like, it would have been good to get all this shit out on the record, but then it's not, we're at a point where common sense, rules, decency, uh, uh, reality, reality, (laughs) all these things are just kind of going out the window, and, and I just, I have real concerns about how this gets resolved, how you get things back on track. Like I, I, I don't, you know, I've, I've posted this on Twitter and it's just like short of aliens coming down and saying, 
like it's all of you versus us, winner take all sort of deal. I don't know what really what really resolves this, right? Like, I mean, we've got civil unrest across the world, um, Europe, Africa, Asia, here, right in on North sure. America. We have, you know, just the U.S. You know, we we could be looking at our the dollar being downgraded. Um, you know, we've got issues. We don't know if we're going to be able to get the debt ceiling increase, which means that definitely gets the U.S. dollar downgraded, and that makes um, that could spiral our economy it, to it, hell. It, it mean, could, and 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 the reality is, we don't know what it'll be because we haven't seen it, but we know that it's probably not good. And you've got China really making these aggressive moves that they've been setting up for thirty years, right? Moving out into the world. And, and really sort of staking their claim um, near and far, as far as Mexico, up through Europe, all through Africa, um, you know, investing in infrastructure, um, taking a, a larger stance and role in the UN and in policymaking. Um, you know, like there, there, there's, there's real concern. And, and as the U.S. sort of falls apart, then if we don't get our shit together, which I don't see how we do, um, you know, and, and people are going to, like, if it happens in the next few years, right, then, you know, people are going to blame, oh, it's all Joe Biden, right? Sure. But this is, a lot of the, the stuff with China has been in the making, like I said, for 30 years, and, the you know, there's plenty of blame to go around, um, and everyone's going to, they're going to be so focused on the blame part that it's just like, okay, that's fine, but now we're here, so what the fuck are we going to do about it? Um, when there's a hole in the boat, arguing about who put the hole in the boat isn't do, relevant until you patch the fucking hole. Until you patch the hole, right? And even after you patch the hole, depending on where, where that boat True. is at in, in, in the water uh, and what body of water you're in, um, that argument probably, you know, that debate probably still doesn't mean much. So I, I just, I, I'm just concerned on where this is going. And, you know, Fox isn't helping, but I could argue, I could also argue that CNN isn't helping and MSNBC aren't helping, right? Because their, their main thing is to go out and tell you all these guys are bad, right? Like the Trump bad, MAGA bad, Marjorie Taylor Greene bad, 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 right? And then, you know, there are things that, that you know, this isn't a both sides argument, but there are things where they will sort of not report or kind of sweep under the rug. Like there's a really bizarre thing that happened. What this, there was a, there's a person who was in Biden's administration in the, in the energy, it was like the energy director, Sam Britton. Sam Britton is this non-binary guy who was, I think in the department of energy who had a relatively high ranking position and he got busted for stealing luggage in airports. Right. I didn't hear any of this. I, well, well and that's kind of my point, right? Like, so you've got a, 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 a Biden administration official who is arrested and charged and found guilty of stealing people's luggage in airports. It's just bizarre, and you would think that there would be more reporting about it. There should be. And then the only outlets to really report it are all the conservative outlets. Now, why they're reporting is because he was non-binary. Right, because he's not binary and he dressed like a woman and he wears lipstick, like, oh, look at this crazy person and look what they do. And but you didn't see anything about it in the Washington Post, the New York Times, or any of your MSNBC didn't report, CNN didn't talk about it. And and that's where I have a little bit of an issue, right? Because I don't care that he's non binary, 
I do care that we've got a White House official who is stealing people's luggage. And, and but listen. That's as much weird as it's, it is. It's <laughs> fucking weird, right? Like, I mean, like, that is something that is worth fucking reporting. I don't care what the person's politics are, right? This dude is stealing, like, he stole, like, this woman. She was from Nigeria, I believe. And he, like, stole her shit, wore it, and, like, took pictures. Like, at... Well, why at, not? Why, at, like, major... Like, at, at like, major like, events, like, right? And the woman's like, those are my fucking clothes. This guy is wearing my shit. What the fuck is going on? Like, that's how is that a story that's not worth reporting? And and that, 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 to me, is an issue because my... The only thing I could think of is they didn't want to report on it because it made... Biden look bad, or Democrats look bad, or non-binary, or whatever people look bad, and it's like you that you cannot, you have like that is a story you have to report. Right, my, well, my pushback is on a national level that is such a it's it's someone's luggage. I mean, if this is a even if this was a okay, serial event, but it was a serial event. That's okay, the thing. Okay. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Like it, it, it like the dude's a okay. klepto. Okay, but and, it's, it's not worth reporting. But ben, or, or ben, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jim. It, it's not like it was the 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 assistant secretary to the mayor of Cleveland, right? It wasn't the uh, uh, gov- yeah, I, governor I yeah, Mike yeah. DeWine's executive assistant. Like this dude was he he was the director. An he was an appointee. He was an appointee director of such and such at the Department of Energy. Like I don't know. Like that's a story worth reporting. It right? is so tempting to say I think you meant to say they. Yes, you know what? No, that drives me nuts. Like, if someone uses the wrong pronoun, oops, sorry. But I'm not doing it to be, you know, aggressive or or insulting. It comes out, and when people correct pronouns, I'm like, correct me once, I'll do my best. But all in all, it's not a hate crime. But yeah, I mean, I just I also hate plural pronouns for individuals. And and that's that's where I have an issue, right? Like, just news media, journalistic standards, just report what happens. I don't need your opinion. I don't need you to tell me how to feel about it. Just tell me what the fuck is happening, right? And then let me be the judge of it because what we've got are these news outlets, whether they're conservative or progressive or whatever you want to call them, uh, or liberal or, or, or what have you, and they will pick and choose what they want to tell you is going on, and then they spend a lot of time telling you how to feel about it. Right? right, and I don't yeah. care if it's CNN or MSNBC or Fox; are all doing the same thing, right? Now, Fox is just flat out lying about things, right? And I think my issue with MSNBC and CNN is different. They're not doing the same thing Fox is doing in that regard. They're lying by exclusion. But what they're saying. doing is that, yeah, they, they're excluding things that they don't like. They don't want to talk about because they don't because of there's no way to there's no good way to spin it without lying. Right? They're just like, well, instead of just talking about we're just going to not talk about it. And we're going to focus on these things that make Trump look bad or that make Marjorie Taylor Greene look bad or that make no. Republicans look bad or things that are bad about guns. Like, that's what we're going to focus on. And then, you know, Fox is, well, we're going to talk about things that make Biden look bad. We're going to go after Hunter Biden and l- let's throw in some stuff about Epstein every now and again. And, you know, anything anything related to trans people, all of it is bad. And we're going we're gonna to fall behind that. And even if it's not true, we're going to throw it out there. They're doing two different things. Fox is worse, but CNN, MSNBC don't get a pass either because they're they're not being intellectually honest and objective like they're supposed to be. Well, so news has become entertainment first, information 
fifth. And I don't know what's in between. Information, or sorry. <laughs> Entertainment first, ad revenue generation second, and there's two yeah. or three other things. And then, oh, and occasionally we'll tell you something that actually informs you. Uh, I was listening to someone, I don't remember who I was talking to the other day, it was someone in Michigan, probably at the hotel bar. And uh, they were like, when did this all go bad? And I'm like, the truth is, news used to be a lost, uh, a, a money loser for networks. Mm-hmm. They used to say, we're not going to make money off news, but it's important to keep the American people informed. And there's three networks competing with each other for roughly an hour a day. Now Football it's become hours. a... Tw- Morning news, night news. Okay, right. fine. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, now but, there are so many outlets, so much... Well, and I could, tell, I could tell you about the time when it went bad. I was young when this happened, but... You know, it was, you know, really when Newt Gingrich takes over um, for Republicans, they go after Bill Clinton, um, and and right like the the Bill Clinton impeachment is, is I think sort of the flex point when when news started to lose its objectivity to a degree. I think it I was, think that's that's from your perspective though. From, I think it was before that you were just too young. Maybe because, because but, I go back to my pre-teens and teens, and I'm watching Rush Limbaugh get out there and do his thing. And I actually put a lot on that. Fair. Was Rush Limbaugh on TV back then, though? He was, on, he was on TV before that, and then his TV show failed, but he was on the radio well before that. Right. So, but, I, like, I'm more for, like, because radio, outlet, all that other stuff, and, and it, it matters. Very influential, especially then, because you only had a few channels. Right. And, but, but the TV portion, because you... With TV, what you had was you've got an expansion of the amount of channels that you had to choose from, and then they went to t- basically 24 hours, sure. right? Where before CNN was really the only 24 hours news network, and then you had uh, what, what was it? Uh, uh, Headline News Network, right, and right. then they started to expand out. Then Fox comes out in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you know, Fox really kind of gets their footing. Around the whole Sandra Levy, Gary Condit thing, then 9-11 happens, and like everything with 9-11 sort of like after you get over the initial trauma and, and, and horror of that situation, then the anti-Muslim whole thing starts, and then you start to see this really, really nasty shift. I'm not discrediting that you're saying that it happened before you, but again, I, it, I was it, well, right, you were, 17. So now that I'm thinking about it. The big trigger that started these whole things in motion was CNN becoming competitive with the major networks. And the event that led to that was the first war in Iraq. CNN was essentially an afterthought. Every major news outlet got the fuck out of Baghdad because they knew it was about to get bombed in oblivion. And CNN had a crew that stuck around. And suddenly all of America was watching CNN. And then CNN becomes an entity that is... Like you said, 24 hours, not whenever. So people can now tune into the news whenever they want. And Fox sees how much money and clout CNN has and says, but they're kissing Bill Clinton's ass. Whether that's true or not, I would argue, because a blowjob scandal is a blowjob scandal, and no news network is missing out on that. But Fox then you know sees, oh, here's a chance to say, those are the bad guys, we're the good guys, come to us, and now we are where we are. And And there's so much out there. We're out there, dude. We're, yeah. we're, we're, you know. Well, that, and, 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 you know, that's why it's, it's, there's a lot to filter through. Um, and I don't think people do a good job of filtering. I think that's a fair statement. Um, I, well, actually, I think they do an excellent job of filtering yeah. to what they, they want to absorb hear. what they want to hear, right? Right. And so, and, and that's just, and, and that's why 
I try to be as objective as possible, right? But it's hard because I only have my experiences and I'm not bound by, I'm not a journalist, right? I'm not going out and doing investigative reporting and, and writing stories or whatever. Um, you know, like this is a, a show where we look at different issues and we give our opinion. Yeah. But I do try to be objective and I try to think from each angle or all the angles of, of you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly and, and just try to be as genuine as possible. Um, sometimes I'm better at it than others. You know, sure, but um, sure, and and yeah, <laughs> the one point you made earlier that I wanted to chime in on is this will not hurt Fox's viewership at all. No, because most of the people who watch Fox only watch Fox or stuff to the right of Fox, right? And they're not going to hear any of this. No. So as much as CNN and MSNBC are basking in glory, and they are, and I get that. If I'm your competitor and you. Shit the bed. I I because I think the, that's part of their problem. I, I, I you know, would not I would I, not argue with it's that. It's just that that sort of ha ha. Yeah. Look at you. Fuck you. I got you. Like, did you? I sure I, you I, did. I, I've said it a bunch of times. Winning the smug war doesn't win the war. And and that's just something that uh, you know a large segment of the population just can't wrap their head around. You know, I mean, it's the, you know, the zingers and the one-liner and the snarkiness and the smugness. And, you know, it's just like, what, what are you even trying to accomplish? Like, what, what did you actually win? How, how have you advanced well, your and, position? But, but you know the answer to that is ratings. And they get, it gets them that. But their ratings still aren't better than fucking Fox News. Like, no, no problem. If, 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 if the, if, if the if, metric is ratings, then CNN, MSNBC are in the fucking toilet compared to Fox. Right now, the reason why Fox is up there, well, is because they're lying and they're full of shit, right? <laughs> but the problem is, this isn't hurting their ratings, right? And it's not helping CNN or MSNBC's ratings, right? Like, so what exactly have you accomplished? I, I, I like, don't. You I, have well, ratings. Well, that's good, right? Yeah. Like, but I mean, they're not getting the numbers aren't surging, right? So I, I just I don't understand what you're fucking so smug about. Like these motherfuckers, at, like flat out said, "Yeah, we were full of shit and we lied, and we're just gonna pay to make this go away." Uh, but well, we also said we're going to maintain our standards of journalistic excellence. In Fox's statement, they said that they did, which is laughable. Is but laughable. It works. And <laughs> CNN and MSNBC laughed, jumped all over it. Yep. And what exactly did CNN and MSNBC get out of that? Oh, Not a well, fucking thing. They, Not a fucking ra- thing. Ra- Come ra- on. Ratings. They didn't get ratings. The ratings are the fucking same. No more people started watching because, CNN. Well, because you see what I'm saying? The majority, the majority of people, and, and you and I are exceptions, and I'm going to pat myself on the back in doing this, but we actually listen to opposing viewpoints all the time. The truth is the majority of the Fox listeners only listen to Fox or watch Fox, and the same is true of MSNBC and CNN. And when I talk to p- people like my mom, I was like, oh, I can't stand to watch that stuff. Hearing stuff that doesn't appeal to you, I'm not picking on my mom, who I'm worried about actually, um, but when you only listen to stuff that affirms what you want to believe, you only have that ability to perceive how other people are seeing things and thinking things, right. and that's a huge flaw. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, so, speaking of uh, varying viewpoints, <laughs> we traveled to Oklahoma. Like into this one. We traveled to Oklahoma. Um, where I don't have the specific details in front of me. I, 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 I only good. heard the story, but I do know that a lawyer, I think, well, legally, 
Garza legally bugged a police station because of a lawsuit. It was so it was a journalist. So this is what journalist, happened. Journalist, I'm sorry. You, you so there was a there was a public hearing, right? Uh, public meeting, and you know by law with these you know now having been involved in these different community meetings, public meetings, and hearings and all that stuff on a regular basis now. Um, like they, they can't continue, like once the public leaves, they can't continue to discuss, right. Public business, right. Like, so right, right, it's, right. it's a public meeting, whatever. Um, so there's, there's certain, um, sorry, rules on, on that. So a journalist had an idea that the city officials in this town in Oklahoma were still, um, we're still discussing business after the people left. Right, public matters, yeah. And so what he did was he just left his recorder recording when when he walked out. He's like, oh, I just, you know, like, and I think he was going to come back All and right, say, sure. oh, I left this, right? And so when he, by doing that, he picks up on his recorder um, what these people in Oklahoma, um, in McCurtain County, Oklahoma, um, what they were saying. And you had, uh, I believe, let's see, it was, uh, sorry, here we've got, uh, well, it's, this article is not helping me determine who's who, (laughs) but we've we've got these people, you know, like one of them was a sheriff, I believe there was a prosecutor, and, um, oh, you had a sheriff, a commissioner, jail administrator, um, and another commissioner, uh, who were all talking about just basically like some of the more despicable, despicable aspects um, of being, you know, racist in Oklahoma, you know, talking about... Uh, uh, Look at the good old days. Right, the just, good old uh, days when they could just kill black people and take them out and lynch them and they could, you know, beat them, kill them in the jails and that because they can't do this, their rights are directly impacted. Like, we, we don't have rights now? Right, we can't just go out and string the niggers up on a tree, um, and that's that's not that far off of a paraphrase from what was said. No, it's not. Right, it's, I mean, it was, like, dude, it was disgusting, and you got to imagine this journalist picks up his recorder, starts playing this, going, "Wow, wow, <laughs> right," and and are right, you you spent we spent twenty five minutes attacking shitty journalism. This journalist is actually exposing right. something very. So real. this is what this. I'm going to tell you something. If it was back in the day. When that, when Alan Marston would take a damn black guy and whoop their ass and throw him in a cell, I'd run for fucking sheriff. I know. Take them down to Mud Creek and hang them up with a damn rope. But you can't do that anymore. They got more rights than we got. That's a quote from uh, the sheriff in Oklahoma, in McCurtain, Oklahoma County. County. Right. Place I hope to never visit Oklahoma, yes. Now, here's my thing. That is... Gross, despicable. They need to be out of office, sure. You know, and I and probably investigated to see, like, all right, are there any bodies over there in Mud Creek? Apparently, right. Um, but here's my thing: you got sheriff, you got people in jails, you got you know people high ranking in the government, right? We won't even get into the systemic racism thing, right? But I mean, these people are part of the system; they're pretty racist, so okay. I get where But here's my thing. Talking about gun control. You want me, my black ass, to give up my guns, high-powered rifles that I got, right? Because only the police and military should have those guns. 
the police and military are the ones who are going to protect us and save us. Now, if you're me, in all my beautiful blackness, and you hear police talking like that, do you feel comfortable that they're going to come and save you? Do you feel comfortable that they're looking out for your best interests? Really? You really say, if you expect me to answer with the obvious, I will, but uh, no, this, and, this and, isn't... And, and listen, this shit, it, it's not, this isn't only in Oklahoma. We've heard tapes like this from police in New York, in Chicago, Cleveland, Oklahoma, Texas, California. Yeah. So, so how the fuck are you going to sit there and tell me, right, that the only people who should have guns are the police, right? And, and that, that in and of its, that, that argument to me is a whole bunch of intellectual dishonesty bullshit, right? Don't fucking sit there and tell me, rely on these people to protect you and then turn around and just be like, these people are so racist, their whole system is corrupt and we need to defund the police. Like those two things can't coexist. No, they can't. And, and, and so, so my, my, and my thing is, let me protect myself how I choose. I am not a felon, right? Little crazy, but not technically crazy. So, not certified. Not, right? Not bona fide crazy. But allow me to protect myself how I see fit. All these other shootings are terrible, and we'll get into yeah, them. Yeah, I was going to say, they're we're bad. about to talk about other people who protected themselves as they see fit. But I, I, like, if everybody else can be selfish, so am I. I am sorry about all these shootings. I am sorry they are terrible, and I am very sad about them, and I'm sorry about that loss of life. But I will be damned, be absolutely damned, if you think I'm going to go out unable to defend myself, right? Because the problem is the guns are out. They're out of the tube. We got more than we got people, Yep. right? And you can talk about all the bans and all the stuff you want and making all, this other, all, all these laws. The criminals don't give a fuck, and they're out there. And I will not, I will not, be a victim. I just won't. And if I am a victim, then we're either both going out or you're, if you take me out, you're going to wish you had tried to take somebody else out because you're, you're going to remember me forever because I will make sure that I leave a mark on you before you fucking kill me. So, so all I'm saying is we don't have to get in the gun debate right now. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll switch into it really quickly because it's that's literally the next topic. thing mm -hmm. on the topic. But that, that, that's, that's my issue because me personally, people who look like me, right, you can talk about racism being dead all you want, but the, that's the funny thing though, right? Like, because Democrats will sit there and tell you how racist all these people are. They'll tell you how racist the police are. They'll tell you that the white supremacists have infiltrated the police and the military. They'll tell you that these people are dangerous. They'll tell you that white supremacy and white, uh, 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 white nationalism, extremism is on the rise. And they're right, by the way. And, that's, and, all, that's, right? that's all and accurate. It's, it's all documented by the FBI and the Southern Poverty Law Center and everything else. And just fucking, you go on social media, you can see it. Right? They'll tell you all that shit. But then in the same vein, they'll tell you that we need to defund the police and that the police are dangerous and that they're very corrupt and that they're all these other things. Right? But then they'll also turn around and just be like, oh, and by the way, you shouldn't have these guns. You shouldn't have these. And those should only be in the hands of the police. How in the actual fuck is that a rational argument? It's not. Right? And so I'm sorry, me not being a criminal, me not being an insane person who wants to go shoot up a school, I'm sorry, if I want a fucking bazooka to protect myself, then that's what I'm going to fucking use. Well, I, I, I we don't we don't go down this debate and right. just jump. I also am not a big fan of bazookas because I don't they're, feel they're how they could be practical. possible. No, they're not. And they're, accurate. Right. They're not. <laughs> um, they, yeah, whatever. Um, 
There, there were four shootings that caught my attention in, in the media. Uh, a lot of people's attention. Okay. But, um, I mean, and it was so weird just in the timing. I mean, it felt like one after another. It bang, did. bang. Like almost a couple in the same day and then bam, like day after day after day. So the first one I saw was happened in Kansas City. An 85-year-old 80, man has a 16-year-old black kid ring his doorbell or knock on his door because he thinks he's driving to pick up his siblings. It's the wrong house. And the guy just comes out shooting. Literally, 32 caliber pistol shoots this kid twice. Once when he's... First shot is through a closed, locked glass door. Second shot when he's on the lawn. Um, and so, white guy shoots black kid. And, you know, we're going to talk about a shooting in Texas where a Hispanic guy shot two white female cheerleaders in their 20s. And then another shooting in New York where a white guy shoots a white girl who pulled into the whose boyfriend pulled into the wrong driveway. And then a shooting in North Carolina where a six-year-old kid's basketball rolls onto this guy's lawn. He shoots the kid. The kid's father jumps in front of the kid to save the kid. He gets shot. The mother runs out. She gets shot. The only fatalities are the girl in New York and the two girls in Texas. And... I want to read the girl my, in Texas died? I don't think the girl's in Texas died. One of, I think one of them Oh, maybe, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I know she was, in, critical, I know, critical, I know she was critical. incredible. Okay. So, going back to what happened in KC. Yes. Um, you had Andrew Lester, who was the 84-year-old man who shot uh, um, Ralph Yarl. And, you know, Ralph Yarl was f the, only 16, fortune, right. the only fortunate thing with Ralph Yarl and, and Lester was that Lester used... Uh, uh, it was a 32, 32. Yeah. right? Uh, 32. What is that? 32 Smith and Wesson short round or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an old. It's an old, cold, actually. Yeah, old cartridge, um, but it's not very powerful. True. And he got shot twice in the head, didn't die, and it went through. You know, I had to go through apparently glass, and then, but he did go outside and shoot him again in the head. Um, but that that was. I mean, had that been a, a, a modern a nine millimeter or something like that, Carl would be or uh, Ralph would be dead. Um, but so the only good thing was just that it was an old bad choice of firearms. Right. I mean, it was just <laughs> an old revolver and, and, but the other really disturbing thing about that is that kid ran to three, had to go to three different people's houses to get help. And then the one that did help him made him lie down, hands up, you know, face down on the ground before they would actually call 911 for that kid to get help. And he didn't have a weapon on him, you know. Phone shows that he was clearly just at the wrong house, looking for siblings to pick them up. It was it was dark. He was confused. Um, you know, here's the thing. I I wasn't there, and so before I go too hard against Andrew Lester, here's the thing. It, he's an old man. Yeah. That you know, here's somebody knocking on his door. You know, and I think it was seven eight o'clock at night. So, not maybe not quite dark, and I don't, I'm, you know, like I'd have to be in Kansas sure. City at that time to tell you where the sun is at. But if you open the door and it's dark, you see a dark figure. And if 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 Ralph was, you know, pulling on the door, like, "Hey, here to get the kids," whatever. Maybe I don't know. The guy's got bad hearing. All of the, I'm trying to be as as objective as possible. Okay, I don't know why, because he flat out said, "Yes, I." Was scared because he was a large black man on my porch. Did he? Well, he the question, did. No, he said black. I know, okay, if he said large black man, and and, and I, by the way, 
Ralph Garl is like six feet tall and 170 pounds. So not a tiny guy, but he's no, not. He's, he's he, not. He, he, you know, he saw. He saw a large. You saw a figure on his sure. doorstep. And now the argument is here. Like, look, you know, you maybe turn on a porch light or whatever. Like, you don't or just don't pull a fucking trigger. I mean, right? Don't open the door and just start shooting. All right. If right. your response to your door getting knocked on is to grab a gun and shoot I, people, I, right? I have that, issues that, with that. And so, and that is where I'm getting to. Right? It's the all right, someone knocks on the door, it startles you. I sure. get it, right? But there's a lot of ways you can handle it, right? You you know, opening the door, shooting, and then going out of the door and then shooting the guy again isn't the way that you handle it, right? Like, so, and I don't care that he's 84 years old, right? That 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 doesn't necessarily, it doesn't help him at all, no. right? But, and, and the, the most disturbing thing were the way that people were defending him. Right, because there are people out there saying, "Well, you know, Andrew Lester's lived in this neighborhood for a long time, and when he initially moved in, it was all white and it was safe. Now it's very diverse, and it's a little bit less safe because there's a lot more black people. So his fear is justified, and this was self-defense. And it's just like, no, right? It's not like it, it, its fear isn't justified. Someone knocked on his door, and there were a lot of ways he could handle that." You know, the kid was not... Not opening the door not, being... Right, <laughs> not opening the door. Like, hey, who are you? What are you doing? Right? Um, like, we've seen plenty of videos of people of, of actual attempted break-ins, right, where, you know, people were armed and didn't just start shooting through the door. Like, hey, stop. I mean, like, I've even... I, not that long ago, recently had an incident. I was staying in Youngstown at a friend's apartment who rarely stays there. He was staying with a with a sick family member and was like, hey, you can use my apartment instead of getting a hotel. I was like, great. But he's rarely there. And one of the nights that I stayed there, um, like I heard something at the door, but it was in an apartment, so I wasn't sure if it was if, if it was his that or not. Door, yep. So I did grab my firearm because it sounded like someone was trying to break in. And I looked through the I looked through the peephole and there were two people that were trying to get in the door. And I told them, if you come through this door, you will not walk out. And the, it got real quiet. I looked back through the peephole, and they were taken off down the down the hall. All right. Right? And so so it's a situation I've actually been in, right? And what I didn't do was open the door and just start loading them up with rounds, right? So so now that's how I handled it, right? And so the defense is going to be, well, well, that is how you handle it. But in his mind, he thought that he was under attack. So... His defense is, it was self-defense. It just so happens that that wasn't the person's intent, but how am I supposed to know that? And it's just like... All right, here's something I want to debunk, because I haven't heard this on Fox yet. Well, first of all, I, want to, I do blame Fox a lot for that man's mentality. Yes, Not knowing it? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I thought you were going to push back on that. No. Because they have been nope. saying the, you white people are under attack, you white people, your, your cities are anything that Anything that happens in Chicago, Fox News blares it like a shooting happens in Chicago... Involving black people, they're going to put it all over the news, and they're going to say, "Look at what's going on in Chicago, Chicago, right. Chicago. Yep. Everything's bad in Chicago. People getting shot in Chicago. And let's jump to New black York. People in Chicago, <laughs> right? And then go to New York City. And New York City is the same. And it's really statistically, it's not. Statistically, I've heard that New York City is a safer place than Columbus, Ohio. Safer than Cleveland. But right. but I think Columbus is actually run by Republicans. Everyone's going to say it's these Democrat-run cities. Plenty of Republican-run cities that have higher murder rates and higher crime rates. 
But I, I, you know, I really thought you were going to push back when I say I blame Fox mm-hmm. for pumping fear into the world nope. at nonstop. And this guy is probably sitting there thinking, oh, no, it's true. It's probably, now, the, only, like, it's probably the only station this guy watches. Right? I, we're speculating, and, but and, I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm shoving all in on that one. Right. And so, like, that, they, they definitely didn't, didn't help. Now, they can't be, uh, you know, I'm not going to. They're not criminally liable. Right, they're not liable. But, to, like, but, but they're part of the problem. But they, they definitely fed into this, and this is how you get this. Now, what happened in Texas was was different, right? Like, so in Texas, you've got, you know, these cheerleaders who were going back and forth to this camp or whatever. Uh, they forgot where they parked, so the one girl, like, drops the girl off at her car. She gets out, goes to get in, realizes it's the wrong car because someone's sitting in it that she doesn't not know. Her. And she's like, oh, shit, Sorry. Closes the door, gets back in the car with the other girl. Then this guy gets out of the car, shoots both girls, right? Like that—that that is a completely different scenario, right? Absolutely. Like, like and and that, sorry to interrupt, but that's something I want to debunk right now because there's people going to say the shooting in Kansas City isn't racial. How do I know? Well, this white girl got shot here. They're different events. They're completely isolated from one another. Yes, they both involve shootings, and yes, they were disgusting bizarre incidents but when people if and when people try to say well you can't make the kansas city shooting a racial issue because white people got shot too that is a bullshit argument that yeah, i predict no, Fox will jump all over yeah i mean like and people are going to do that because it's it's about their side and yep. they can't have anything that makes their side look bad right like so it's got to be like so but the kansas city thing I will argue could be a racial issue, but oh, also I, could be I think it's disputable. Right. I, the only thing I don't know is because the guy shot him through the door, like through a glass door. Through a glass door. But if it's dark, I'm just saying like that could be like if you if you rolled up on someone's door at the right time where it's dark or whatever, and they don't have a light on their porch and they just see a shadowy figure, then there's an argument that it may not be about race. But I, I'm not. Right. It's that's not where I want to in, get hung in, up on. In this case, I'm saying Andrew it. Lester is wrong, <laughs> right? Now, the quote that I saw was that he saw a tall, dark figure, right? And I think I saw someone else. Someone else said that he said that the guy was that it was because he was black. And I, I just we got to be careful with All that. Right. Like I don't know what the actual quote is. That's that's really where I'm trying to I go. Read, I read a quote, but I, I don't know who said. I read I what you said. read, but that wasn't an actual quote from Andrew Lester, okay. right? Like, so I just don't like. I don't want to say that he said that and then come back to find. Well, he didn't actually say that. Fair, right? I wouldn't I be think, surprised. I think he did. And but, you look but, at the guy and everything else. There's there's enough there to say. I just don't know if that if there's an actual quote there, and we just need to be careful. But I'm leaning towards it was probably racial. But either way, the guy handled it completely wrong. This guy in Texas handled it completely wrong. I don't know what his problem was, and I and I don't know the background on him if he's got a criminal record or what. Because the guy in North Carolina absolutely had a criminal record, was a felon. Like she, that guy probably should have been in fucking jail with the rap sheet that he had and the charges that he had pending with the guy in North Carolina who shot the kid and shot the dad and shot the mom. A six-year-old whose basketball rolled onto his lawn. Right. Like he. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like and he like the charges that were pending against him were for assault and battery and all sorts. Like he he sh- he definitely shouldn't have had a gun. He definitely bought it illegally or obtained it illegally. Um, and I don't know if he was caught yet. I know he ran. He was. He, he was, was caught in Florida. So oh, okay. he, he fled North Carolina, Florida, and the the uh, victims of the shooting said basically they could not close their eyes without, you know, freezing 
terror because yeah. this dude shot them. Right, <laughs> shot them, then disappeared. Like, is he right. going to come back exactly. to finish the job? Exactly. That's so absolutely they, that, that's, that's reasonable. Absolutely, right, yes. very reasonable. But you know, the the guy in North Carolina, he like no, he shouldn't have had a gun. But I'm telling you, he obtained the gun that he got. He didn't just roll into a store somewhere and someone said, "Ah, oh, fuck a background check. Here's a gun." Right, like he bought that from someone illegally. Um, and so, like, and that's something that we have to look at and think about. Uh, but, like, that's a, again, that's a different situation. Right. Like, all these situations are isolated, are isolated incidents. The situation. But, but, but the, the culturally, what they say is very disturbing. That, that, you know, the New York shooting, a guy and a girl pulled into the wrong driveway. They are backing out of the driveway and they are shot while they are leaving. Right. Like, all right, two personal stories. One, I have a friend who has a criminal record who asked me to buy a shotgun for him. I told him no, and he got very indignant. He's like, why wouldn't you? I said, because I'd face 10 fucking years in prison. That's why I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, how is anyone going to know? This discussion is over. I'm not discussing with you whether or not I'm willing to put my freedom on the line because you have a conviction and you can't get a gun. Sorry. He was furious about this. Well, not furious. He was whining about it. I was just like, fuck off. I'm not doing this under any circumstances. Um... That was one story. What's the other one? Shit. Uh, fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I used to belong to a gun club in Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. And I pulled in... It was it was in, a, in, a, in an obscure place because it needed to be because it's a fucking gun club with a 500-yard range or a 200-yard range. I pulled into the wrong driveway. And I pulled up to a sign that said, Is there life after death? Come forward anymore. You'll find out. And the driveway next to a gun club. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get it. You don't want people on your land. You live in the middle of nowhere because you want to be left alone. But you're making that threat to people who are trying to go shoot guns. <laughs> you fucking moron. It's like, like if, if do you, you want shooting, a gunfight? If, 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 if I do that by mistake and I'm like trying to get out, and that guy comes out shooting at me, I'm, I'm shooting I'm back. Returning fire. Yeah. Now, and, and look, I think the anti-gun crowd is like, there's too many guns out there. Sure. They're not Absolutely. wrong, but not they're wrong. out there. <laughs> but they're out there. So we need to figure out a way to reduce the number of guns that are out there. Do we? Um, I think, I, I, I'm going back I, to your point. We I, need to reduce who here's, control well, the psychos who have Here's those. the problem. <laughs> what, like, the thing that, the, scratch my last comment from the record right, <laughs> about the, we oh, need no, to reduce no. the number oh, of no, guns. Oh, no, 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 no. Scratch it. Um, what I will say is Kansas City, Texas, New York, North Carolina, I think it, it the disturbing message that's out there is like this issue is everywhere <laughs> that you've got people out there that are now at a point that are that are at a breaking point that have decided yep. that if you aren't if you're not with me you're against me and I'm willing to shoot you for it right yep now if you think that that mentality uh, is going to allow for that people are going to go from that to here take my guns you know, take my guns for the better of mankind, you're out of your fucking mind. Right. right? Now, mind That's, you, I've never heard anyone say that. Well, I mean, like, but... No, you're, your point's but, valid. But, but if, you, if you listen to Shannon Watts or Sheila Jackson, right, like, they, they have literally, like, Shannon Watts is a, she's a lobbyist for the for the anti-gun movement. Okay. Right, and, like, she... Thanks for not making me ask, because I didn't know Right, like, she, she's very big on, like, oh, we need, you know, smart gun laws, but she's come out and flat out said that, you know, if there was a way that we could go in and take people's guns out of their houses, like we need to figure that out. 
right? And then you've got Sheila Jackson, who has, you know, put in, who has put multiple bills in that have all been punted almost as soon as that they've been introduced, um, that have had similar things with gun registration and very, very loose guidelines and restrictions on the ability to take guns from people, right? So the issue is, like, if, if you did what, like, and then this, like, if you ban AR-15s, what does that mean? Right? It's just like, oh, we're going to do a mandatory buyback. What the fuck is a mandatory buyback? Right? Like, you, you're going to, like, so I have to give you my rifle that is worth $3,500, and then you're going to give me a $50 gift card? That's not a buyback. Like, you're <laughs> stealing my <laughs> shit. Right? Well, and, but, and then but, it, but does the money even matter? I mean, suppose I said, okay, this is valued at $3,500. we are giving you $3,500. That doesn't matter. It doesn't, but, I mean, I... Maybe, a, a I mean, <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, especially given my situation right now, working for a non-profitable company, um, I, you know, I it would at least consider it. And I may not sell all my guns back, but right. I may be willing to be like, well, all right, yeah. you know. But what I guess my, my concern is, is that if, if the argument is there are too many guns on the street and we have to get rid of a lot of the guns that are out there, how do you purport to do that? Right. And with people's mentality right now of anyone who's not with me is against me and I'm willing to shoot them for it, I don't foresee you having much success with your getting the guns off the street. And well, if you do, you're going to have to use law enforcement of some kind. And our law enforcement across the country, right, uh, has been known to, to take things a little far. Uh, and target specific we groups. Say, we talked about Mud Creek, right? A little bit ago. more, a little bit more aggressive than they than they go after other groups. So I feel like you're going to make a bad situation way worse before you make it any better, right? And and and, and I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying if you do, well, if you do, understand what like you're going to get yourself into. And <laughs> the funny thing is, a lot of the people who are advocating for this, right? Like what. Here's the thing. We don't even need to pussyfoot around it. You go in and say you're going to start taking people's guns, you're going to have a fucking gunfight on your hands. And the problem is the people who are saying we're going to take your guns, they don't have they're, they're not fucking gunfighters. They're not prepared for it. Right? It's fucking amazing to me to listen to these people who haven't touched a gun in their life saying, "Oh, just got to fucking take people's guns from them." Like, understand the people who have them will fucking use them and we're seeing it. Right? Like so the only in people, all the wrong ways. Right, in all the wrong ways, but they're willing to use them. So who yeah. are you gonna who are you gonna send to go take the guns? You're gonna take the fucking right. Oklahoma sheriff? How's that gonna go down? Well hey, well, yes, we should take the Oklahoma right. sheriff. And guns. also, like you you, by the way, who want to go take people's guns, you need people with guns to go take those guns. So So we need a better we need a whole the whole. conversation needs to change whole completely one one eight. All right, one hundred percent. And what I've said multiple times is I mean you and I are both gun owners. Um, we have different overall views, but where Democrats have failed or in, where the anti-gun lobby has failed miserably, in my opinion, is they haven't proposed a single logical fucking thing. It's just like, we need to get rid of ARs. All right, A, you don't know what an AR is. Right. I'm forgetting the name of the congressman from uh, Florida. He's, he represents the district where Parkland is. Mm -hmm. And he just has been crushing the likes of Lauren Boebert in debates on the House floor. And then he goes out and says, there's a reason why you're not allowed to hunt deer with an AR-15. Have you ever seen what happens to a child shot with an AR-15? There's nothing left. Like, dude, that is the dumbest fucking argument ever. 
Right. Because the gun I use to hunt deer with is way more powerful than a 223. I typically use a 30 6 or a 270. Yeah. That's a bigger bullet going every bit as fast and it's exploding when it, or not exploding, but it's right. expanding. Yeah. It's, it's a hollow point. Yep. So I love the guy's passion, his intentions, maybe great, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And that's what the, where this goes bad is stereotyping the fuck out of things. You get the New York City crowd that only sees guns as the shit that happens in the movies or in the bad stuff in the neighborhoods that I never go to, trying to tell people in West Virginia, here's how gun regulation should be handled. They have no solutions. It's just, you don't need an AR-15. That's too much power. In terms of grand scheme, I have multiple firearms in this house that are more quote-unquote powerful in terms of muzzle energy and bullet size, which is what power means. Right. Then it's just... The people who don't understand the shit are the ones who are trying to make the rules, and they're saying shit that's stupid. And the people who understand the details, so they're going. Come are we ah! talking about gun control or abortion? This, I'm talking. This is gun control. No, no, I know. I'm just saying. Oh, it's, just, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? A 223 is also too powerful for an abortion. That was gross. All right, we should both be striking things for the record, but we right. don't because we don't edit. We say dumb shit. By the way, both of us stone sober and cannabis free, having this conversation. Yes. Or at least I yes, am. Yes, I am. Right. I had to double check. <laughs> Speaking of cannabis, I've been in Michigan. <laughs> Shit is fucking everywhere, dude. You can you cannot. You know, <laughs> you I, I gave you something. For, but, right. Interesting. Right, that. So, um, all right. So we, we went let, way let, long. Let me ask um, on everything. And we need to focus on the next group, that, the current group that's being vilified the most. And that's the trans community. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's some. All right. First of all, the whole Bud Light thing just cracks me up. I don't even remember the name of the actress. Mulvaney. Dana Mulvaney, is it? Dylan Mulvaney? Dylan, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I've seen it. Mulvaney is correct. Yeah. Um, Bud Light put her likeness onto a can, and the right wing lost their fucking minds. And and they're we, still we doing did it. touch on this a little we bit did. last week, but I mean... It, but it's, it's spiraling. It's still well, going. Well, because it, it's... It, now Anheuser-Busch is backpedaling. <laughs> yeah, Anheuser-Busch is backpedaling. And, and look, I... I I don't know if this was this wasn't a smart move by Budweiser to do it, but once they did it, like I don't I don't care one way or another. Clearly, all the conservative, but it was a limited release thing where they were just trying to like, yeah, put, yeah. It, it, they, look, it was bad I, advertising. I'll give you I, that. I think it was it was a bad move, right? Um, I think they were right, uh, eh, but I just I, they, obviously Anheuser Busch could have handled it better, but it's really the conservative GOP reaction to it. Rallying around the idea of you know punching down on trans people, it just it's so dangerous for that community and and how how like the fallout how bad the fallout for this can be or or is and and like literally saying like this group of people we have now decided um, shouldn't well, exist it, because like they're literally they're, they're vilifying passing, them saying it's beyond vilify, vilifying like they're trying to they, they the house passed a bill you know basically almost banning. Being well, trans, well, right? being like, trans in sports, right? Oh, well, yeah, in, in sports. But now, here's the thing: that, that so that's a complicated it's, issue. It's a complicated issue because not all trans people are created equal, right? right? So, and what I mean by that is that you do have trans people that are that have had like, and this is really, and here's the other thing: it's it's men going to women and then participating in traditionally women's sports. Right. That's the problem. No one really cares about women going to men and then participating in men's sports, right? But 
the reality is, is that when you've got a full-ass adult male, 19, 20-year-old adult male, that then goes into a woman's sports and, you know, it, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. It's just like, all right, well, you don't, like, how long have you been suppressing your testosterone and all that other shit? Um, right. You know, and, and if you want to say, like, there's got to be a certain amount of time that this has happened, that, that the transition has happened, right? Like, you can't just throw on a wig, right, and a skirt and say, all right, I consider myself a woman and go compete, right? Like, that can't be allowed. Just can't. No, no, it's, it, it's, it, right, because. Or, or what about an asterisk? What about just saying, okay, no, I mean, I think Sheila if, won if this event. If Sheila was born, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that. I think what you have to do, if 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 a if you're a trans woman and you want to compete in female sports, right, for biological females, then there there needs to be a, a, an extended period of time where your hormones are suppressed, and even still, you still have an advantage, and I, I like now. Like now, here's the thing. I actually because I don't know, right? I I, I it's don't. It's a complicated know, issue, right? I don't know how much stronger or whatever a man or a man is once he's been his hormones have been suppressed for over what period of time, and I don't know. I don't like, think anyone does, to be honest. Like, with what's you. how much muscle mass does he have left, and like measuring strength, like that's what you really have to try to figure out. You you need. You, you, you need, I don't know, thousands of athletes that you have to monitor over the course of probably a five-year period, right? From the time they start their transition through, the, through a time where they've lived with their transition for an extended period of time to see where they're, they're, they're like to see the drop-off in strength and muscle mass and everything and to find that sort of nexus point where it doesn't seem to be that they have this huge physiological advantage, Right, and then where that nexus that's point possible? I don't. It's not. It's just. It's a. It's a pain in the ass to do it. You can do it. Well, you'd but, have to like you. You have to do a study, right? Science. Hello. And that study is going to take okay a couple generations. But, uh, no, I don't think it would take a generations. Right? Like you start. Like you get people that are going into transition now, right? Like all right, I'm going to start taking my hormone injections today. Right, and you got to monitor those people for x but, at least three years. Like right? You just said though. Like you just said. Not all people fit into a single category. There's going to be uh, males who transition to females who were naturally. There's a guy named Buck Angel who I know of who physiologically transitioned to a woman, and at the start of their transition, you would not have been physically imposed upon by her. There's also Fallon Fox, the former UFC fighter who was six two and built like. Oh, middle linebacker, and you know, fine. So she had had, you know, gender identity surgery and all the other stuff. She still has the bone structure of a guy. She still has the physical mass that he started with. I, I don't, I don't know how you do that. But yeah, you do. Like we just, we just said it. I mean, it, you're an engineer, scientist, whatever. I mean, like you gotta, you, you gotta run a study, right? Right. Like you, you do a study for, like I said, you got to do it for three years, four years, whatever. But you, and you, you need. About you probably need at least a thousand people, right, to get different sort of metrics and sort of th to, to be able to build averages and all that other stuff. But you have to see where that nexus point is in terms of time, and it may vary, but you can probably narrow it down to after being suppressed for so long, then like you may have a slight advantage, but it's not so bad that it can't be overcome by a really good female athlete, 
right? Like I believe that that point probably exists. You just have to find what it is. And then you have to try to standardize it to that point. But like you have some people that are just like they have like I think saying like, well, they've been suppressed for a year. That's plenty of time. It's not because you take a guy like you also- here's like you take a guy like me. Yes. You suppress me for a year. Right. Like I'm not taking testosterone. Right. Not being on steroids. Just my natural hormone levels and my years of training and everything else. I'm stronger than 99 percent of the people on the planet. Right, sure. that's just, that's, just, that's, that's accurate. So if you've you got, suppress you've got the me, credentials for that, right? Like you suppress me for a year. That's men and women, folks. You suppress me for a year. I'm still probably going to be a genetic freak. Uh, you know, even even me down, like kind of like what I say about like really good, like like LeBron James, right? Eighty percent of LeBron James is still better than eighty percent of the NBA, right? right. You and ninety nine point nine percent of the world of the world, right? Like, so if you take me down, you know, and you suppress me for a year, I'm still probably going to be way stronger than most men and almost all women, right? Like, so putting me in female sports, even after taking all those hormones and everything, after a year, that, is not going is, is still know, not going to be fair or or any that, that, remotely that, fair. That's a perfect example. I would bet you, if that circumstance played out. You would set a world record for deadlifting among women. I yes, would bet you would do that. Absolutely, right? But now, so so, but there are other men who aren't who, who aren't where I'm at. First of all, you'd be a horrific woman. Awful, you'd be a horrific looking right? woman. Okay, right. Although, that. but then my daughter looks like me, and she's fucking gorgeous. She so I, I don't know. I don't, well, I don't she doesn't know have the, she doesn't have the beard for one thing. Uh, well, true. But then, like, but then there are other men, right? Who aren't who aren't as muscular, who don't have the same stature, and especially when we're talking about younger. Who maybe it doesn't take them as long to to come to get to a, a baseline where they're on par with other women, right? And sure. I've, I've seen I've, and I've listened and I don't I've seen know stats, how you do this though, right? Steve. And I, and I didn't because I, I didn't think about what we were going to talk about until today, um, which shame on me, but you know well, we got stuff going. We got on. jobs, but, yeah. But you know, I, I think it's worth looking at to go and seeing. Okay, I know that there's 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 stats and data out there on men who have transitioned. To women who have competed in sports and seeing what their actual what the actual results are, right? And I also think like this is complicated because I think it's one thing if we're talking about track or basketball or volleyball right. or soccer. Well, it's a combat it's a sport. Different thing yep. if we're talking about fighting. If we're talking about you, you know what I mean, sure. like so. One hundred percent. Or even like lacrosse, or, or I guess yeah. even soccer, Hockey. right? Hockey, <laughs> or all the sports. Like I, I mean, I think you have to see how these people are performing. Um, uh, you know, are they actually dominating or do we find that like they're, they're like they're, we, we, because people are pointing to very specific cases, right? Like there's, there's probably 10 cases that people constantly refer to the, the swimmer from Penn, um, Fallon Fox. Yeah. Fallon Fox, a few other, like they're right. Like, so there's, there's, there's a few that they point to and say, this is completely unfair. Right. But. We know that there's a lot of other trans men that have transitioned to women that are out there that have competed in sports. So, what like what's the actual average, right? Are they really truly going out there and dominating these sports, or once they transition and have their hormones suppressed, like the playing fields are relatively level and they're competitive but not necessarily dominant, right? And and I think that's part of it. Now, the the argument on the right is that well. It doesn't so much matter how effective they are in the sport. It's that that trans person is taking a spot that could go True. to a biological 100, 100%. female. 
hundred percent. And and look, that's that's a legitimate argument, right? Like if it's my a, daughter loses yes. a spot on a team, but potentially a scholarship, a, right? A, a scholarship because like, well, we had you know this 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 trans person performed better, so we're gonna take them. It's like. You're discriminating against. All money. right. Well, that that sucks for my kid, right? And how do, how do I explain that, right? And people want to relate it to race, but it's just like no, it's different. I didn't choose my like my rate. Like this isn't medically that, induced, right? Right. Like I'm just I was just born this way. Now like, trans people that, would say the same, but but there's procedures right, that have to occur. You, like you had to take a whole lot of extra steps to get to where you sure. were. Where I didn't like I just woke up. I just yep. came out of the womb like this, and this is where I'm at. And and there's there's a difference, and you should be able. We should be able to have this conversation debate, and not have someone come and like you guys are transphobes, right. you guys are bigots. It's like these are legitimate questions, right? Because there, I, you know, you hear guys joke like, "All right, well, I'm just going to go enter a, a, a woman's competition." Right. Right. And it's just like, all right, no, you're not. Right. But what if that does happen? Right. Like we've got to have. There's got to be rules and parameters on this and i think it just needs to be thought out because this this is different like this is this is i'm sorry this is to me this is different even this is different separate from uh homosexuality and this is different than race um this is different than 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 religion and everything else like this is this is because you're you have to take these active steps to change your 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 anatomy and biology, um, and it's it's just a different, and we have to. It's a different conversation that you can't just say, well, if you don't agree with me, then you're against me. Like you, if you're going to look at it that way, you're not going to get anywhere, and that's where we are. Let me put this. Let me wrap this up with a really big ironic bow. We started talking about this because of the attacks by the right on trans people. The most prominent trans figure in the world, or certainly in the country is Caitlyn Jenner, who used to be Bruce Jenner, who was at the time considered the greatest male athlete in the world. But he's Rapping also... Like, but he's also... <laughs> he's like, also ultra-right wing. He's ultra-right-wing and against trans and sports, which... Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, right. It's, it's, I meant to finish with that. That's yeah, like, that's it's, the ultimate it's really ironic confusing. Bow. We've gone way long. All right. Um, we should Yeah, we'll Real quick, good luck to Mario Alexander. He's been medically cleared. We can talk about that on another show because it's not going anywhere. Okay, but you just said to Mario Alexander. Oh, my God. Damar Hamlin. <laughs> How the fuck? Where, where did Alexander come? Oh, because Ali Alexander's okay. on there. I looked at the board. Ali but, Alexander, real quick. Um, right wing. He organized Stop the Steal. Was a big voice. Had a mega, literally an actual megaphone at the January 6th. Uh, insurrection raid of the, of, the, of, the, of the Capitol building. Um, was busted for asking teenage boys for dick pics. Um, and, but he was also a huge proponent that transgender people were grooming, uh, kids. And so that is, is, is interesting. You know what? That's the bigger ironic right, bow. The bigger ironic bow, right, of this whole thing. And it's there were, there, like, in last week there were a number, and just so much shit to talk about is frustrating, but there were a number of GOP officials, um, in different states, right? Like two or three others who were conservative. There was one down in Texas who, uh, got busted for, uh, he had a girl on his staff that she, he had been associated with right. before she was uh, of age. And then when she became of age, had an inappropriate relationship with her and was manipulating her and feeding her alcohol and all these other things. So, you know, a lot of this shit from the Republicans, My and again, my concern is when it comes to media and reporting, 
they want to talk about how trans are groomers and everything else, but then they don't. There's no outrage when people with a R by their name or that have been known MAGA uh, conservative mouthpieces supporters when they pop hot for being fucking pedophiles and violating kids, you don't hear Dick from Fox News, Tucker Carlson, um, any of these right-wing right. media people, which tells me that their arguments are bullshit, right? Of this whole thing, sure. like you're so worried about trans being groomers, but you don't give a flying fuck about the people who are actually grooming and raping kids that we are that we can actually see. Like, right? We're not talking about drag, evidence. We're not talking about drag shows where you know you got some drag queen weeding a story or even doing a, a stupid dance. We're talking about people who are actually trying to fuck kids, right? That have an R by their name in their government position that right. they were elected to or appointed to and Fox has nothing to say about it and the conservatives have nothing to say about it won't even actually comment on it when you go to them and ask them specifically on it so I, their whole argument about the trans thing is bullshit but that doesn't mean that the conversation about trans people in sports at least shouldn't be something that we talk about on a deeper level and you can't just get mad and say you're anti-trans because you don't want a 6 foot 4 220 pound person that was formerly a man you know in female wrestling or whatever right you know right anyway all right we've gone along again damar hamlin i wish you the best yes and he's not a clone no he's not or body double he's coming back good luck kid all right we are at whiskey congress on instagram and twitter thanks for listening we're done 